The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. Hi, I'm Larry Mandel, and we're on Brothers on Law. And I'm Rob Mandel. Hey, Rob. I'm the other half of Brothers. There you go. Welcome, yeah. everyone. And a shout-out to Debbie, the mortgage mom. Great show. Thank you. All right. So, you know, Larry, we've been practicing law a long time, and not only do we uh, represent some very uh, deserving people, but we also run into very interesting people. And uh, we're so fortunate today to have with us in our studio one of the more interesting uh, guys that I've run across yeah. in, in the many years. And he is a man of renown. Uh, he is uh, none other than Stuttering John Melendez. Welcome right. to the show, John. Oh, thank Hello, you very much. John. And why are you practicing? I mean, you haven't mastered this thing yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Lawyers I never, never get, stop practicing. I never get practicing medicine and practicing law. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, what, is, what is that all about? <laughs> no, I know. It's a constant rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like any, I mean, I wouldn't hire a practicing dentist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, but he's actually practicing on you, though, John. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're always practicing with that drill and everything. Oh, always God, yeah. But, but uh, John... Uh, he has an are, interesting background, right? Yeah, yeah, Let's talk know, about that a little bit. Yeah, because you are uh, uh, obviously well known as a, an announcer, as a as a funny guy. Uh, you were with Howard Stern for years. Uh, you've been uh, with the Tonight Show. Uh, but where where did you start? And uh, how did you start? Off? I, I grew up in North Massapequa, Long Island. No uh, kidding. I wouldn't know by that voice of yours. No, I know. Point. I yeah. have the, uh, which is the second nastiest accent next to the Philadelphia accent. Yeah. but <laughs> Which is gnarly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, actually, believe it or not, Massapequa gave us, not only me, they gave us, uh, um, Steve Guttenberg went to my high school. Oh, yeah. Uh, all the Baldwins from Massapequa. Really? Brian, nice. Brian Setzer from the Stray Cats and also Jerry Seinfeld. I wow. love that. And then Guttenberg uh, wrote something in your... You wrote a book, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And he wrote a little nice thing about it. Yeah, Steve's you. an old friend. I actually... Uh, his sister was in my graduating year. Ah, who yeah. I who I hit on profusely, but uh, <laughs> did it work out? No, <laughs> no. But see, you know that's the whole point of my book. You just keep trying. Someone's got to say yes. Yeah, don't give <laughs> up. You, you were a guy that had to overcome some stuff. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's in my book. Unfortunately, I was. I mean, I had a great father and also uh, an abusive father. He would, you know, he beat us up on occasion. So, uh, like, you never knew which dad you were gonna get. Yeah, which is a Exactly, which, which is tough because then I, I work for Howard and you didn't know which Howard you're going to get a geek. That's true too. You're going to get either, but but um, so you're used to it basically. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but how Man. I got to start was uh, I went to NYU for film and television, and uh, I met a a friend there named Mitch Fatel, and he and uh, he was interning for Howard, and I said if you should ever leave 
please hook me up. And thank God he he got into a major car accident and um, <laughs> couldn't come to work <laughs> anymore. Could have used us, <laughs> right? Needed a lawyer. Right. He, he called us. He's okay, but the car was totaled. So then, uh, so then Howard heard I stuttered, and and, uh, and they hired me uh, <laughs> without an interview. Is that funny? Yeah. Now he just wanted you because you stuttered. Yeah, but he had no idea. Like the weird thing is, I don't know if you guys know. I could tell your audience. Uh, I, I became infamous, kind of a cult figure, and this is before Triumph, the insult uh, dog, and uh, yeah, yeah. you know, this yeah. is before uh, 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 Sasha Baron Cohen and Ali G. Yeah. I interviewed celebrities and asked them crazy questions. Yeah. For instance, I'll just give you a few that don't Let's worry, they're, they're clean. Uh, like I asked the Dalai Lama, do people go up to you and say, hello, Dalai? <laughs> um, and I, he said... <laughs> he laughed, mm. but Richard Gere was there and he was like, you're crazy. Man. Oh, God. But, um, Can't take it too but, serious, And man. John, you were... Didn't Ra Raquel Welch hit you in the nose? Yes, I, uh, I got punched in the nose by Raquel Welch for asking her, are they drooping yet? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, and I think she hit. Sorry, me. I think she hit That's me. That's not a Me Too moment. Sorry. Did you, did you deserve it? <laughs> I think she hit me with the left one. No, but uh, I got strangled by Lou Reed for asking him if he still pleasured himself. I see. And, ah. and judging by his grip, he does. Yeah. And uh, I also asked uh, O.J. Simpson if he would sign my knife. <laughs> oh, what happened with that? One? Coincidentally, he already had his own. And uh, the best response I ever got was from the late, great Joan Rivers. Without skipping a beat, I said, Joan, do you think ugly people should be allowed to have children? And she said, no, and I told your mother that. <laughs> but, Good response. But see, the thing that Howard... She was great. Yeah, yeah, but the thing that Howard didn't know was that I was doing this way before him. I, when I was in, like, uh, uh, on my fourth grade report card, the teacher wrote on top... To my mother, John tends to ask outrageous and penetrating questions in class and stutters when excited. This oh, this woman wow. could have wrote my resume, <laughs> that's and so that's funny. you know. And then in sixth grade, I at a human sexuality thing. You know, it was all the dads like on a podium, uh, like uh, on a rise up behind all the sons, yeah. and we were all there. And then they said, "Do you have any questions?" Of course, I had a billion. I don't have to get into the questions here, but they were all about. You know the female anatomy, <laughs> and, and then and, many questions, and yes. then all, all the dads were laughing their butts off. But my father had his uh, head in his hands. But then oh. all the kids started writing questions on index index yeah. cards for me to ask because I was the only one with the I don't know I don't how to say it the chutzpah to yeah. ask these kind yeah. of questions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember so, going to one of those courses with my dad and my yeah. best friend, yeah. and the whole time we just laughed. Yeah, it was I, one of those. Hey, moments. wait a minute! I did that with my dad. Same dad. Same thing. Hey, what do you know? That's right. And and we he he, he was funny. He yeah. would laugh through those things, and we would just crack up. He'd yeah. be the first one to laugh. Yeah, he was a fun so, dad. So but wait, Rob, about, I want to ask him something. Well, wait a minute. I'm, uh, I'm asking a question. Uh, right, well, who's ahead. the older brother? I am, he is, That's why so I then you go, get, that's, you right, get the that's right. Thank you, John. <laughs> I'm the youngest of four. Yeah, so uh, right. he's got <laughs> it. You're discriminating, John. He's got it. So, John, the, the stuttering, was that a... Uh, significant impediment for you? Was yes. It, it was. Yes. It was something you had to work to overcome. Yes, and to give you an idea of how bad, you know, of how little they knew about how to cure it, when we were in junior high in sixth grade, they gathered all the stutterers from the school, which was like five of us, and they put us in a room, and their idea of speech therapy was to have each stutterer call information 
and you know and ask for the phone number. Here's the problem: I stuttered on M's, and I had to ask for Melendez on Margaret Road in Massapequa. Oh, and <laughs> and like before my turn, I'm sweating. It was like the stuttering Inquisition. Oh. But uh, and what's weird is if you saw the King speech, I don't know if you guys saw that, but that's about a king in the in 1920s who stuttered. Right. Yeah, yeah. And his therapist yeah. had all these tricks. And guess what? Without seeing that movie. I developed all these tricks on my own. So singing, uh, yeah, you could sing. You could put. I like I, like when I was on the Tonight Show when I introduced saying I was here at the. See, I can't spit it out. I just say a V here at Venice Beach. So then I was like panicking. What could I do? So I figured out. I'll put a silent thud. Jay, I'm here at the Venice Beach. Nice. Ah, so Venice Beach. So I had to Jimmy. come up with all these ideas, and I'll give you a, a real inspirational story that I think your audience would really appreciate it. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. Hey, if you missed any part of this show or you just want to hear it again, go to brothersonlaw.com for all of our previous shows and all things Brothers on Law. When I was um, uh, on the Stern Show, like in my heyday, the first three or four years when the Stuttering John thing was like a cult phenomenon, yeah, and um, I got a call from a high school teacher and she said, look, I have this African-American kid, uh, he's about 15, 16, his name is Conroy Arnold. And he really stutters bad. He looks up to you. Do you mind speaking to him? And I said, sure. So Conroy comes into the office I was occupying at K-Rock. <clears throat> and I'm telling you guys, he, this kid cannot spit out a word. Oh, it was man. so sad. I had tears in my eyes. And I got out of him that he was going on a date that night. He was taking a girl that he really liked to the movies. Oh, sweet. So I said... All right, Conrad, and I pull this out of my, uh, you know, you know, out of my butt. I, I, I obviously I'm not a speech therapist. I said, D- you know, do me a favor, you know, bring a notebook and a pen, because this way, if you can't talk at the movies, you can at least write what you want to say down, so you can communicate. Right. And maybe by having this crutch, it'll alleviate, you know, the pressure to speak, and maybe it'll help you be able to speak more fluently. Right. Never. So the kid walks out of him. You know, out of my office, never hear from the kid in 10, 13 years ever really? again. When I give my notice to Howard that I'm leaving to go to the Tonight Show, <clears throat> we were all going to Atlantic City. So we're at the Borgata, you know, the high class restaurant, and we get done with our dinner, and the waitress comes up to me and says, <clears throat> John, do you mind speaking to our head chef? And I go, sure. What's his name? Conroy Arnold. Did you remember at that yeah, point? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I was always wondering what happened to yeah, this kid. That, that name now, was burned in your brain. So yeah. he walks out, grown man, tall, handsome, in the chef's outfit, and he comes up to me, does not stutter at all. N- not one stutter. I say, wow. Conroy, what happened to the stutter? And he goes, John, I still carry around that notebook and pen. Oh, wow. my God. That's so touching. Isn't that great? That and, is and, a and, and, testament. And he said, I don't need it for the speech anymore. Now I just write all my recipes. And then, and then the joke is, I swear this is true, knowing me, I had to ask. I go, well, did you get lucky that night? And he goes, yeah. And I go, and I go, and I go crap, I got I to gotta stop crying. We're yeah, carrying yeah. around a notebook and a pen. Larry, give me that notebook, please. <laughs> no, but that's a true story. And wow. I posted the story on Facebook, and then Conroy responded, entirely true. I love that. Love that. Yeah. That's great. I, I love having that kind of story. Hey, John, know? I wanted to ask you, one of yeah. our favorite movies is uh, My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. And you interviewed Fred Gwynn, who was the judge. Yes. Yeah. How did that go? It was 
it was probably mine and Howard's favorite Stuttering John interview because he was so nice and I was asking such ridiculous questions. <laughs> he was at an art exhibit and, you know, just to, I'll, I'll make, I had to promise the publicist who was a beautiful blonde, I had to say, uh, you know, she says, don't ask any monster questions, don't ask any Car 54 questions. And I promised her, <laughs> I gave her my word. And then every question with her there, me and Fred was, <laughs> Was it hard getting into that green makeup? Yeah. And then... Well, wait, wait, wait. We got to tell the audience. Fred right. Gwynn was Herman Munster. Yeah. He was, uh, before that, Car 54, Where Are You? Yeah. And he's yeah. the judge in My Cousin yes. Benny. right. Boom. Now go. Yes. So then I then I had to ask the question, uh, uh, did Vincent Van Gogh ever dress up like Frankenstein? <laughs> and, and then he had to just say... John, I'm going to make believe I didn't hear that question. Uh, <laughs> but, the gentleman. But he was so nice. Yeah. And he has what I have. It's like, you know, because when I saw my cousin Vinny in the theaters, as soon as Fred Gwynn came on the screen, the first thing everybody said, Herman Monster. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I get pigeonholed like that, too. Like, I, I've been in movies. Dude, where's my car? And, I'm, and as soon as I come to the screen, stuttering John. You know, oh, yeah. it's, you know, people just know you as that, you know. That character. Kind of yeah. labeled yeah. in that regard. Yeah. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and of course, brothersonlaw.com. Hey, if you missed any part of this show or you just want to hear it again, go to brothersonlaw.com for all of our previous shows and all things Brothers on Law. Jay Leno, is he a nice guy? He seems like a nice Jay guy. Jay is one of the nicest bosses you could ever, ever have. I worked yeah. with Jay for 10 years and, you know, you can't, uh, you know, I'll give everybody an example because Jay got so much flack over the, um, you know, the Team Coco thing when they said Jay took the job from Conan. Right. Just to give, uh, the, I was there during this time. The, what really happened is Conan told the NBC executives, if you don't get rid of Jay, I'm going to leave in five years. So he he laid down the gauntlet. I so then Jay, then, then Jay gracefully stepped down only to have oh. Conan's ratings go in, in the dump, and then NBC asked him for his job back, and Jay's like, well, yeah, if, you know, and that's to make a long story short. Everything's in my book, Easy For You To Say, which was a bestseller on Amazon. Oh, okay. That came Easy out in 2018. Yeah, last year. But but I will say that um, this is an example of what a great mensch that uh, Jay Leno is. When Jimmy Fallon was going to, um, you know, was about to take over, they right. said to Jay... Um, we want you to step down in February, even though his contract was, wasn't up until September. But they wanted him to step down in, in February because um, they wanted to promote Jimmy Fallon during the Olympics because NBC mm -hmm. had the Olympics, so they wanted to get as much steam as they could. Jay, this is what he did. He said, okay, I'll step down. You don't have to pay my salary, but I want you to pay every one of my 150 staff members their full salaries up until September uh -huh. in, in one bulk sum. Even, oh, wow. Okay. So I nice. got I got a six-figure payout thanks to Jay. You. And that's Kudos just, to that, Jay. That's just yeah. me. And, and I, like there was other high, more higher paid, I stutter on the R's even though it's a W, yeah. higher paid writers there. Uh, but I mean, that must have been a fifteen million dollar payout. Yeah, and 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 Jay did that. You know, this is what Jay does. You know, yeah. Which the juxtaposition between him and Howard is is 
there's a very stark contrast, yeah. you know, when it comes to that kind of thing. So uh, what did you do? Uh, on Howard the, uh, can be a tough guy to, to work with because he seems he seems very cool in his interviews, you know. But, well, but yeah, now he does. Yeah. But okay. you know, <laughs> you know, he's kind of trying to rewrite, you know, history, and it, it's kind of sad to see if you're a true loyalist Howard Stern fan. And for me, I was there during the heyday of Howard when it was cutting edge, and now he's trying like. I've always said this. He always wanted to be loved by the entertainment community. Yeah. Which I, which is why he got so mad. I was on a show called All My Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. And, it get, and I got national exposure. And all the celebrities were loving me. And I ended up getting an appearance on The Tonight Show, which was my dream. I prayed on my cot to God, please. As a stand-up, you mean? No, just as a guest. I said, okay. I, I was like, God, I'm on the cot, whenever all the other celebrities like Melissa Rivers and Bruce Jenner and, and all the... and uh, Caitlin. Robin Leach, they were all complaining about, I'm, you know, I'm in my underwear, it's pouring on me, and I would just lie in the cot and pray that Jay was goofing on the show and I could yeah. be a guest. And then I, you know, I make it to the last day and then my um, and then my wife tells me, she has, I have a surprise for you, you you're booked on The Tonight Show. Sweet. Which yes. I always, I got chills right now when I tell the story. I always, and so I got chills. I flew on the plane from Australia, that's where the show was shot, to um, The Tonight Show. I wrote my jokes in the town car on the way there, did the appearance, and and killed it. Yeah. And it was, it's like that Eminem song, you know, yeah. lose yourself in the moment. That's right. And it's and it's doing it's being at the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. And right when we hit commercial break, uh, the executive producer Debbie Vickers and the head writer Joe Maderos offered me a job. I love it. And I, so I mean, that's an American. You know, so John, story. what was your role in the Tonight Show? I was the announcer. I, I, I always make the joke, what is wrong with The Tonight Show? They hired a stutterer to be their <laughs> announcer. That's like entrusting Charlie Sheen with your Coke. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation. 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Okay, now I got a Jay Leno story. About a month and a half ago, I'm in a pizza restaurant. I won't mention the pizza restaurant. Really good one on Melrose. And Jay comes walking in with his, with his wife. No, well, no, it wasn't Mulberry all Street. Right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I can't remember the name of it. Now I just, I'm all messed up. But and he gave us a big smile, you know. But he wanted to be, you know, left alone. But the funniest thing about it was that, uh, you know, he's he's there with his wife. He's eating. And I go out in the parking lot. I'm looking for the car. You know, yeah. where's the car? He had driven there in a Mini Cooper. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Is that weird? Yeah, because there wasn't been, any other car in the parking lot besides mine and this other car. It must have been some yeah. some Special. first off the, you know, the first one off the line. He gets cars for free from all these companies. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because yeah. then he because then he'll you know he'll put it on. Well, I don't know if it's quid pro quo. That seems to be the saying lately. Oh, but yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> so it's a legal term, by the way, yeah. John. No, I know yeah. that. Something for something. It, yeah, that's right. Right. It's a Latin term, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you: Who scored higher on the bar? You were. You, you were ah. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> Who took the bar first? I tell you what. That's because you're a lot older. Yeah. I, I, you know, I Doesn't can never, matter. I could never pass a bar. I go right in. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Good does joke. too, by the yeah. way. Good joke. Yeah. I like that. But, so, uh, hey, John, so what's yeah. on the horizon for you? 
Well, we just came out with the book, and I'm working on my next one. It's called John Line Dating. John Line Dating? Yeah, ever since my divorce, <laughs> I, I decided to go on Match.com and Plenty of Fish and and uh, you know and and Tinder and Hinge. How's it and, working and out? It, it's been okay, but the stories are just. Let, let's just say there are some crazy people out there. Oh yeah. Crazy people. Oh, yeah. So I have a date. Crazier than Howard Stern. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have a date today in Marina Del Rey. Oh, you do? Uh, for a girl I met on Hinge. Not Unhinge. Hinge. No, it's Hinge. Okay. I've never and, heard of that one. Yeah. yeah, that's a new one. Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to, but, you know, I'll let you know how that goes. So the yeah. name of your first book that's already out is called Easy For You To Say. Easy For You To Say. And, and it's uh, on strictly on Amazon, or can you get it in a bookstore? Oh, no, you can get it at Barnes & Noble. Uh but it's, um, you know, I, like Jay did a blurb in it. Like cool. Larry the Cable Guy, Guy Fieri, oh, yeah. Stephen Weber, Richard Lewis, Jillian Barbary. You know, I mean, a lot of my celebrity friends. Richard Lewis, he's still around. Yeah, I just had him on my podcast. Yeah, he's great. He yeah, was yeah. on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right, he was on that yeah. a lot. It was very yeah. funny. Have you had a stint on that with uh, Larry David? Or? No, I wish. I would I would be great on that show. Yeah, you, would sure, you sure would. Yeah, be and it's one of great. my favorite shows. You can, well, you know. know what? I found out when I had Richard Lewis on. They went to um, summer camp together, Larry, Larry, David, and Richard Lewis. Really? As they kids. Didn't, they didn't know it at the time, <laughs> but they hated each other. <laughs> and then when they started doing comedy, yeah. they were talking, and then and they were talking and talking, and Richard went, well, yeah, you know, I, I went to summer camp in Jersey, and Larry goes, yeah, I went that, I went to that camp, and, the, and then they went, went, what years? The same years. And then Richard went, holy crap, I hated you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Larry goes, I know, I hated you too. Oh, and now they're best of friends. Yeah, that's a great story. Yeah, well, you know, Larry <laughs> David, is he anything like he portrays himself in, in Curb Your Enthusiasm? Is oh, he that, he, is yes. he that neurotic? That is yes. him. Yes. Is. Yeah, that is him. There's no oh acting in God. it. Which is why George Costanza was based on him. That's yeah. right. Just having all the quirks. But George is a little more lovable than the Larry David character. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you a few great Jay Leno stories if you want. Sure, sure. tell us one. All right, it. all right, all right. This okay. This is in my book because I I have OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, and okay. uh, so do I. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> All know. lawyers have that. Yeah. yeah, but Jay Leno has it, and he has it bad. You know, I mean, the guy wears the, the same shirt every day. I mean, it's a, it's actually not the same, but the, he, the blue denim. You always the blue yeah, denim. Yeah, yeah. But he's got like twenty or thirty blue denim yeah, shirts yeah. in his closet. <laughs> that is a little OCD, and, wouldn't you yeah, say? Yeah. And then I I I asked him once, he goes, you know, I just I just don't want to have to have to choose between shirts. Now I just have to, you know, I just have the, the, the same shirt. I don't have to choose. But nice. anyway, <laughs> nice. So, so Jay is very OCD, and before he would, had had to go on stage before every Tonight Show, he had to touch the specific door handle. So he had to touch the door <laughs> handle. So a writer there, a good friend of mine, Anthony Kaleka, who's writing for Kelly Clarkson now, he huh. he thought it would be funny. Now to me, it's to, it's just torturous. Right. He thought it'd be funny to stand in front of the doorknob. Oh, <laughs> right when Jay's name's being announced. Yeah. So there's Jay. What and, a brat! And he's like, <laughs> and he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. So right in the last moment, he just reaches his whole body around <laughs> Anthony, touches the doorknob, and runs back, runs on stage. Oh my God! Did he want to kill Anthony after that? Or? He, it, I, I'm sure he didn't think Anthony was doing it on purpose. Yeah. Okay. But, but Anthony was. And and then yeah. another funny story was I used to do a bit called Is His Head Bigger Than Mine? And it was like, <laughs> I would have Jay, I would have like uh, a picture of, let's say, I don't know, Chris Christie in outer space oh, boy. of his head. And then 
2001 Space Odyssey would play and then Jay would come in like the moon yeah. and then eventually <laughs> eclipsed yeah. eclipsed the other head and it became oh, like a funny. running bit on the show. So then Sweet. so then another writer was like a good friend of mine was like, "Hey John, you know, I, I like the bit, but it should be something like that we can't manipulate pictures. Like, how about what weighs more than Jay's head? So I go, oh, you mean like what weighs more than Jay's head, an average size pumpkin or Jay's head? And he goes, yeah. I go, all right, so let's go pitch it to him. I go, but you better do some talking too. Of course, that writer doesn't say a word. It's just me. Yeah, yeah. And and Jay goes, yeah, if you think it's funny, all right, I'll do yeah. it if you think it's funny. <laughs> so we end up getting a bathroom scale, and in Jay's office, he lied down and put his head <laughs> on the scale. I love it. And it he wouldn't put his full weight down on it because I think he was a little insecure because his head weighed four pounds. He, the average head. The average head weighs eight, so you know yeah. he wasn't putting his that's full right. weight. That's, that's right. right. So that bit didn't air. That, that's that's fun. Now you do some impressions. You do impressions of you do Howard Stern too, don't you? I used to, but I can't really do it anymore. Uh, John, it's Howard. I get like I used to have that, you know, that 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 lower case. You I don't do know. have a radio voice. I do have sure. a radio voice. I'm, yeah. that's, I'm, that's when you said what's next for me. We've been talking to a radio station in Orange County about getting my own show, and that's. Sweet. Uh, I mean, that's what I want. You can start here. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can be our announcer for a while. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll launch you. Welcome. The Brothers on Law. Yeah. Wait, welcome to Brothers on Law with the Mandel Brothers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Today's guest, stuttering John Melendez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, now, so is there a website or, you know, like a fan site for yeah, you? Or? Yeah, stutteringjohnmelendez.com. I'm on Twitter at stutteringjohnm and on Instagram, stutteringjohnmelendez. Perfect. Um, I remember when I, my website was just stutteringjohn.com and some guy went, this is when I was on the Stern Show and some guy stole, the, you know, the name. Yeah. Oh, really? And, and, and you know, and I, I found out the guy and I, and I ended up calling him and I'm like, I'm like, just give me my name back, and he was like, just give me my name. Yeah, back. and 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 he's like, well, yeah, right, and he, and he, and he, you know, and he's like, well, how much could you give me? I go, I don't have any money. I'm an intern, yeah. and and then he goes, well, do you got any porn? And what? Yeah, and I go, well, we have like a whole box at the Stern show. Everybody was having porn, it. and he goes, I'll take it. So he came down, to and I show. gave him a box of porn, and then he, and then he gave he me my your, domain yeah. back. Now, can you? Can, oh, I see your domain name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, I was thinking, now, can you steal someone else's name? No, no, yeah. probably yeah. not. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers in law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. You know, John, we feel so privileged to have you on the show, yeah, man. Yeah, You're a great. great guy and a lot of fun. Very interesting, and, John. And, uh, uh, Unfortunately, we have a half-hour show, so we gotta start wrapping it up. You know? Oh, but, oh well, but I give thought us... it was forty-five minutes. That's why. No, no, no. We, oh, we okay. we gotta warm you up for fifteen. That's oh, why. We... Okay. But, but I tell you what, give give us one more little anecdote. Uh, anecdote. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. I guess. Uh, let's see. Oh, I think I stumped stuttering. No, down. no. There's well, yeah. How about I tell you about my phony phone call to Donald Trump? Perfect. Yeah, let's yes, hear that. Let's hear. All that. right. This is this is this is. I'm gonna I'm gonna because I know we only have two minutes for me to do this, which right. is which is like brutal for a stutterer. Okay, <laughs> here we go. So we didn't have a guest on our podcast, so so my producer said, let's just call the White House. So I call as as stuttering John because I've hung out with Donald Trump, and they hung up. So then we said, just like in my cousin Vinny, which is weird that you brought up, yeah. like how, remember he changes Calo to Gallo? Yeah. We changed Melendez to Menendez. Nice. And then we said, let's call as the New, the New Jersey Senator, Senator Bob Menendez. So I call 
as Bob Menendez's assistant with the worst British accent. This is how the call. <laughs> this is how kind of like mine. <laughs> this is how the call went. They go, "Hello, this is Sean Moore for Senator Bob Menendez." They go, "Who?" I go, "Sean is in Connery. Moore is in Roger. I'm a big Bond fan." As if I named myself. <laughs> yeah. They go, "Okay, well, he's in uh, like." Uh, Dakota right now, but we'll call you back. So they call me back. They go, we have one question. If you're Senator Bob Menendez's assistant, he's in Jersey. Why is he a cell phone area code 818? I go, it's because we're on holiday. <laughs> and they go, all right, you know, we'll have them call you back. And then I'm driving. By the way, that English accent was the worst English accent since Lindsay Lohan in The Parent Trap. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then they call me back. Jared Kushner and Donald Trump call me back from Air Force One. I have a four to five minute conversation with Donald about immigration reform and about, um, you know, uh, uh, his Supreme Court justice picks. And let's face it, I don't sound senatorial. I sound yeah. janitorial. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it made national news. The Secret Service was banging on my door. And oh, I, no. I hired much. Mike Avenatti and he got me out of everything. Really? So wow. there you go. That's a great story. My story. So and kinda, I did it, I did it less than yeah. two minutes. Wait a minute. Is it, is it illegal to call the president? It is if you do it for monetary gain, oh. but I didn't make any money off of it. All right, so, so they so had no case safe. against me. Well, now hopefully you will. Hey, was that a good anecdote? That was great. Thank you. Guys, it's All time right. to wrap up our show, and we want to thank Stuttering John Melendez for taking the time Melendez. to come Melendez. Yes. I said Melendez. Okay. Yes, he did. Okay. Uh, I love when brothers time. fight. Yeah, <laughs> and we do. <laughs> and, you know, we really And have. we fight for you, too. Yeah, and we really enjoyed Who's a better lawyer? Me. <laughs> uh, we really enjoyed having you on the show, John. If you missed any part of this show we want to, and you want to hear it again and you want to listen to our previous shows, go to Brothers on Law for all things on Brothers on Law. And to all our listeners, thank you for tuning in and check out next week's show at the same time, 8, 8 a.m. here on Go Country 105. And remember, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.